So he came to Pittsburgh the other day and said he didn't want to ban fracking. Unfortunately, there's those pesky videotapes out there that have him saying during the debates that that is exactly what he wants to do. This is the news from the Lord. No more, no new fracking. Any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. I am not banning fracking. Why don't you make up your mind? Hello, America. This is Jeff Lord, and welcome to the Word of the Lord. I'm speaking to you from Lordsville, as it were, right here in the middle of Pennsylvania. And as a matter of fact, Pennsylvania is the topic today. This is, as they say these days, a battleground state. There is a lot going on here. Uh, The president has been here. The vice president has been here. Joe Biden has been here. The battle is on. The polls are fairly close. But I wanted to focus a bit on uh, a a fairly good, uh, I mean, a very good piece. It's written by my fellow Pennsylvanian, Paul Kinger. Paul is a professor at uh, Grove City College. He's also a biographer of Ronald Reagan. He's also a colleague of mine at the American Spectator. And the other day he wrote uh, a piece titled Biden and Harris have a big problem in Pennsylvania. And He says that Kamala Harris on the ticket alone will cost Democrats the state. And I sort of want to run through this because I think it's important for everybody to understand since Pennsylvania is going to be in the news uh, a great deal. He starts out in Mercer County, Pennsylvania. And Mercer County, for those who are not familiar with the state, we have 67 counties. Mercer County is in the great northwest. It's two counties below Erie on the Ohio border. And Paul was there to attend uh, an annual Civil War reenactment. And he noticed that the crowd was pretty thoroughly pro-Trump. He said that uh, one of the guys who was standing next to him had a T-shirt that read, God guns Trump. And there were also an extraordinary number, he said, of Trump Pence signs uh, all throughout the county. And, and, you know, as he drove up from Grove City and uh, signs that say things like buy American, hire American, vote Trump and Trump 2020. And I won't say all of this on a podcast, but no more BS. You can get, uh, you can guess what it says. A while ago, a couple months ago, Pennsylvania didn't look so good for, for President Trump, but now there seems to be a groundswell for him. And and that is no BS. And one of the reasons uh, that he, that Paul thinks, and I agree with him, is the pick of Kamala Harris for vice president. Folks in Western Pennsylvania, he's saying, and I think that this applies to more than just Western Pennsylvania, see her as a as a West Coast leftist who's got uh, progressive bona fides that include attention, opposition to fracking. Now, I have totally believed and Paul believes that you should never underestimate the significance of fracking to this campaign in Pennsylvania. The guys involved with this, they're not white collar businessmen. These are blue collar, big labor union hard hats that the Democratic Party used to have as their, you know, their base. And now they are totally for Trump. Fracking, for those who who don't know, is a a, a relatively new procedure. It's for oil and natural gas production, and it's based on a process of hydraulic fracturing that, hence the name fracking, the nickname fracking, that extracts gas and oil from shale rock. Now, 
it has been a mammoth job producer uh, and energy saver for Pennsylvanians, especially in Western Pennsylvania, and for that matter, in Eastern Ohio as well, uh, where people's grandfathers used to work in the steel mills, and that was a major employer. Now it's fracking. Um, He cites a guy with the uh, Builders Guild of Western Pennsylvania, who said that Pennsylvania is one of the, has one of the most robust economies in the country, and it's mostly fueled by the gas industry uh, and the petrochemical industry and manufacturing. Interestingly here, the uh, head of the International Union of Operating Engineers, Local 66, says, quote, I can tell you in 2010, my local was at about 10% unemployment. Natural gas started to come here in about 2010. Within a year to a year and a half, we went from 10% unemployment to actually overemployment. I had to look for people. We went to full employment and we've been at or near full employment and occasionally overemployed ever since. And he goes on to say, if we end up with a Democratic candidate that supports a fracking ban, I'm going to tell my members that they either don't vote or vote for the other guy, unquote. Well, they have wound up with not one, but two candidates on the on the ticket. Joe Biden is is now a little concerned about this. So he came to Pittsburgh the other day and said he didn't want to ban fracking. Unfortunately, there's those pesky videotapes out there that have him saying during the debates that that is exactly what he wants to do. Thank you, Mr. Vice President. Just to clarify, would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking in a Biden administration? No, we would we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated and no more subsidies for either one of those, either any fossil fuel. I've argued against any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands that we can and uh, and, 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 and to stop that. I think we should, in fact, be looking at what exists now and making a judgment whether or not. The those, in fact, that are there, those wells that are there, whether or not they're dangerous, whether or not they've already done the damage and what we can do from there by trying to change the attitude of the members of the of the governors of the various state and state legislatures. Now, we could pass national legislation, but I don't think we'd get it done in terms of getting the votes to get it done to say all fracking that's going on now ends unless you can show there's some physical security need or worried about explosions, et cetera, which is a legitimate thing to worry about. But I would not allow any more. Also, I just want to point out in fairness to uh, to the governor of Pennsylvania, he's stopped short. Uh, he, he's he's moved to regulate and limit some fracking, stop short of calling for a statewide ban. So just to be clear, uh, you would not call for a ban statewide on fracking or uh, nationwide. You said uh, stop new oil and gas drilling on federal lands. Yes. I'm talking about stopping fracking as soon as we possibly can. No ifs, buts, and maybes about it. I'm talking about speaking. Oh and of course, it also has Kamala Harris on there uh, as well. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. So, yeah, and, and, and starting and starting with what we can do on day one around public lands, right? And, um, and then there has to be legislation. But, yes, and this is something I've taken on in California. I have a history of working on this issue. And to your point, um, and, you know, the, we have to just acknowledge that the residual impact of fracking is enormous in terms of the impact on the health and safety of communities. Yeah, so thank you. Um, what you've got here is to to appease the Bernie Sanders wing of the party, Elizabeth Warren wing of the party, the Kamala Harris. Uh, he he said things like 
no more, no new fracking, quote unquote. And Kamala Harris said, quote, there's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. In Pennsylvania, can you imagine you've got a good job that feeds your family, that educates your kids, and you're being told that these people are campaigning on a platform to get rid of your job? Uh, and then Joe Biden says uh, in Pittsburgh the other day, I'm not banning fracking. Let me say that again. I'm not banning fracking no matter how many times Donald Trump lies about me, unquote. Holy smokes, Joe. Uh, you're on videotape saying it over and over and over again. Uh, I don't think this is Donald Trump's fault. His climate plan is made to appease his left wing base. And that is what is going to be the problem here. You're not saying that you support everything in the original Green New Deal. Do you think it goes too far? Is it unrealistic, promising too much? No, it's not. But here's what it is. It doesn't have a lot of specifics. And so the idea, I think the Green New Deal deserves an enormous amount of credit for bringing this to a head in a way that it hasn't been before. It hasn't been. But the reason I don't know, I'm not opposed to the Green New Deal. What I did was what I thought beyond, at least in more detail, what the Green New Deal is calling for. How to do the things we need, we need to do, when they have to be done, how quickly we should move, how much we should invest, et cetera. Uh, Biden comes in here and he says he says things, you know, he wants to build America better and all this. And he talks about when it comes to energy, solar arrays and windmills. This is clean energy. This is a place for energy uh, workers right here in Western Pennsylvania, to which to which Paul adds bunkum. <laughs> Every hard hat in Pennsylvania knows that's a bunch of hot air. Windows and windmills and solar arrays, solar arrays, quote unquote, don't mean jobs for anyone. And, and one of the things Paul talks about, and as a matter of fact, I have just done this a week ago. When you drive on the Pennsylvania Turnpike and, and you're headed out west and you get past uh, Somerset County uh, and Breezewood, Breezewood is a, a, a fairly big truck stop uh, in Bedford County, I think, um, you notice a lot of or, or a fair amount of windmills. And what do you notice? Well, three things. One, they aren't spinning. They ruined the natural landscape, the environment. And guess what? There's no men standing underneath them <laughs> basking in energy jobs. They're not there. Uh, the, the booming energy industry in that area, the real energy industry, is fracking. Uh, and Paul gives an example here that I think is very, very relevant. Perhaps the largest construction project that's underway in North America right this minute is Shell Chemicals' new ethane cracker plant in Beaver County. And Beaver County, so you know, is just outside of Pittsburgh in the southwestern corner. Um, it's uh, fabulously identified with football. Mike Dicka, um, Joe Namath, and others are from Beaver County. And the energy industry, as personified by this cracker plant, uh, is is making a real uh, big play out there with jobs. Now, the cracker plant is a $5 billion-plus project. And when it's finished, it's going to create over 3,000, say again, 3,000 high-paying jobs. Uh, 
for every one of these jobs, there's going to be an additional four or five jobs outside the plant that provide services to the plant. It will create total almost 20,000 jobs for Western Pennsylvania. And it's fracking out of the Marcellus and Utica natural gas deposits. If you ban fracking, this would have an incredible, incredible impact on the viability of this plant and all of its 20,000 jobs. On top of this, I mean, is, is, that's bad enough. What does it do to the budget of Pennsylvania, the government budget? Beyond the local impact, you would have this impact. Uh, a statewide ban on fracking would have an incredible impact on the finances of the state. The legislature right this minute is grappling with a huge loss in revenue and massive expenditures. A ban on fracking would make this situation worse, worse, not better, worse. Um, it would be, in other words, as Paul says, it would be an active financial suicide for the state. Everybody in Western Pennsylvania, and frankly, I think in most of Pennsylvania, Republican or Democrat knows this, but Team Biden was uh, evidently unaware, and so they put Kamala Harris on the ticket, she who's pledged flatly to ban fracking. Uh, and it says, <laughs> he points out that the, the Biden campaign was sort of hoodwinked by the liberal media's propaganda hailing her as a moderate. There's nothing moderate about banning fracking. She is uh, got a literally perfectly liberal score from the, the far left Americans for Democratic Action. Uh, time after time after time, she has voted for the liberal progressive agenda. Uh, so they're going to pay a bit of a political price for this, more than a bit. Congressman Connor Lamb, who is a Democrat in Western Pennsylvania, said this. My advice is that they're wrong to ban fracking. Energy jobs are middle class jobs. People are working hard and buying their first house, putting their kids through school on the jobs that have been provided by natural gas development and by that cracker plant. Well, bingo. Connor Lamb is no fool. He's running for re-election to Congress. He's got a, a, a strong Republican opponent, and he's not going to go out on that limb and commit political suicide. Then you have the Allegheny County executive. That Allegheny County is Pittsburgh, and he too is a Democrat, and he says, no city in America has benefited more from the shale revolution in the last dozen years than Pittsburgh. We're one of the only regions in the country that did not experience the Great Recession back in 2008, because that's when we discovered the uh, Marcellus Shale deposit. And yet another uh, local state legislator, a Democrat, said a candidate who wants to ban hydraulic fracturing cannot win the state, flatly. Now, You've got all these Democrats who know this, and yet there is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris out there. And this is going to this is going to go, I would suggest, beyond Pennsylvania. The American Petroleum Institute says that in 2022, job losses under a fracking ban could total. Are we ready for this? Seven point five million or four point eight percent of total U.S. jobs with nearly 2.5 million jobs lost in Texas, Florida, California. Uh, and there are other states involved as well. North Dakota, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Wyoming, Louisiana, West Virginia, and Kansas. And he goes on to say, Pennsylvania would be among the state's hardest hit with more than 550,000 job losses in 22, 2022 throughout the economy. 
in neighboring Ohio, uh, it would be about 500,000 jobs. You, you can't run on a platform to do that and expect to carry Pennsylvania. Um, so they've got a real problem on their hands. And this, this comes from, uh, this settles down on union members. Um, one of the guys from the Boilermakers Local 154 in Pittsburgh said that Biden needs to steer his car out of the far left ditch back to the middle if he wants us, his union, to support it. So there's the problem, folks. And this is this is what I'm trying to say. And this is why President Trump comes a lot to Western Pennsylvania to make it perfectly plain that you cannot do this, that he does not support fracking. He is going to stand with these guys and make sure that they have jobs. And I would suggest to you very strongly, this is going to play a big role in who carries Pennsylvania. And I think it will be Donald Trump. Okay, my friends, you can uh, go to my website, thejeffreylord.com and check in on things there. And I will see you soon on another podcast of The Word of the Lord. (laughs) 